Welcome back. So this is the ideas to implement episode for week two of the systems to scale framework podcast series. I'm so glad you're here every week. My goal is to create a follow-up episode that is short, sweet, and literally just all about the action steps from this week's longer podcast. So my goal is every week to sit down and distill the episode down into a couple of super actionable bullet points for you that I want you to take action on immediately to make a big impact in your business. I'm your host of the efficient advisor, Libby Grywe, and I built a 100% referral only planning practice from scratch while working just three days a week and taking off 14 weeks a year. And I am here just to walk alongside you and to show you how to do exactly the same and to help you take immediate action on the most important strategies for scaling organizing, and creating less stress and overwhelm in your business. We are about to transform your practice. So move over exhaustion and get out of the way, advisor ADD. It is time to take that one right next step to build a business and a life that you love. So this week's episode was all about the create phase of the systems to scale framework. So this create level is really comprised of five key things. So the five key things that we're going to do, and obviously you can go back to Tuesday's episode and listen to the whole long deep dive on each of these five things, but we're going to create your high level planning process. And that includes all the details of what you want each phase to look like. So what is the meeting? Who's part of it? what's being prepared ahead of time. How long does it take? What do you want your clients to feel? What is the purpose? What actually are the deliverables, if any, for each stage of your planning process? Then we're going to take that and distill that down into documented, a documented planning process. So out of your heads onto paper, and then we're going to create all of the processes, the templates, the standard operating procedures for literally everything that is going to happen before, during, after, and in between all of your meetings and on an ongoing basis, right? Third, we are going to build your client experience. What is it that you want your clients to fully experience in working with you. And this guys, this is the thing that makes your office so referable. And in the long format episode, I mentioned episode number 22 with Ben and Jenna laws, all about how to create a killer client experience that turns prospects into clients and clients into referral generating machines. And this is one of those areas that you can really use to separate yourself from other advisors to create an experience that your clients want to talk about and want to share with friends and family. So after we kind of dream up your client experience, we're going to want to create your client experience processes. So same thing as with the planning process, you're going to want to distill down what it is that you're doing, when it is that you're doing it, who's doing it, Where's the template? How do we find it? What's happening? Are we sending a gift? Are we bringing in food? Are we picking up a client's favorite coffee? Is it a referral gift? Whatever your client experience looks like, creating the actual workflows to support that client experience. And lastly, the fifth thing in this stage is to establish your client service model. So this is kind of the old segmenting your book on steroids. How do we service each level of our book 
What is it that we're doing for them? What does that look like on an ongoing basis? How much time does it take for you and for your team to prepare, execute, and follow up from all of the different service things that you're doing, whether they're in-person meetings or virtual meetings or webinars or value ads, doesn't matter. How much time does it take for you and your team to execute so that we can understand what your capacity is and then we can look at how do we improve, right? So one of the KPIs that we want to understand is what is your revenue per hour? So can we deliver that same level of service? Can we do it better, faster, smarter, cheaper, easier? Can we start to streamline some of your systems and processes so that you can do the work faster, which increases capacity or more profitably, right? We're increasing your revenue per hour. And that allows you time and space to either take on new clients if you're interested in increasing capacity or to be able to level up the service that you're offering. So go back to the big episode and we'll talk, you know, we, we talked about all the different ways to look at your client service model, but we want to establish your client service model of how you're going to continue to do business with these people moving forward. And that also kind of lends itself into this whole idea of a service calendar. So if we know what we're doing for our clients and how we're going to be servicing them on an ongoing basis, then we can understand as a team, what is required of us to prep execute and follow up. And then how do we systematize and streamline some of those things? So the create phase, like I've mentioned, is like my absolute favorite. It's one of those, those levels in the systems of scale framework that people just feel so much relief after it's complete. It's a lot, it's a beast of a job getting it all done. And I've got for you, if you join the, um, group coaching program, I've got the templates, I've got the checklist. I've got samples, examples, all the things. Um, but it's one of those things that when people get this done, whether you you work with me or not, once you have these things established for you and your practice, life gets a thousand times easier. This is the phase for me that when we're done, I see the biggest results from stress and overwhelm. People now have a documented process. If you have a changing of the guard with your team or if someone's on vacation or a maternity leave, you know what it is that we're doing, when it is that we're doing it, who it is that's supposed to be doing it, how it's done and where that particular template, email, script, whatever is located because we have a nice organized standard operating procedure tree. So I love this phase. I think it's the most impactful and don't let the fact that it's five kind of chunks fool you because like I said, it is a beast of a job. So my encouragement to you would be to book out time on your calendar right away to set up a CEO day, to do whatever it is that you need to do to carve out the time to actually start to sketch some of this stuff out. And don't think you can do it all in one sitting. There's just no way, Jose, it's not going to happen. It's a lot of work, Um, but we're really wanting to start to document every single thing that you guys are doing so that you can start to delegate it. You can start to automate it. You can understand if it's even a necessary step. Is the impact even there? Can we delete it? And then whatever's left over, how do we make it faster? How do we continue to improve our processes over time? And that's where, you know, we'll talk about it in the sixth level lead. That's where we want to spend time as a CEO 
revisiting these processes every year, making sure that they are still true to our brand, making sure that every single step in them is necessary, seeing if there are new ways that we can improve it, automate it, uh, delegate it, whatever, or if there's something cool that we've been dreaming of that we'd like to add that we now have the time, energy, capacity, or money to add to that, to that process. So create to me is my, my absolute favorite. You got to do the work and define first. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back a couple of weeks and make sure you check out the first layer of the systems to scale framework. And I will be back to talk to you next week about that third level attract. And if you're interested in the group coaching program, the cart for that program will open on July 19th. I I keep wanting to say the wrong date. (laughs) I'm like very attracted to a different date on my calendar, but 19th is the day that the cart is going to open and we'll be running two different groups. One focused a little bit more on broker dealer advisors and the other one more on independent hybrid RIA advisors, but it's not so heavily focused that if you're an RIA and the broker dealer time works for you, great, and vice versa. Um, I personally think a little diversity, uh, you know, a little mixing it up in the groups is a healthy thing. Um, and I understand that sometimes it can be frustrating. I know in working with a broker dealer, RIAs can work at this like amazing pace. They have a lot of flexibility. There's lots of things that they can and can't, con- you know, control, or they, a lot of things that they can control that a broker dealer advisor can control like tech stack compliance, etc. So we're going to give that a try this round. And then when we come back in January and launch again for the next group, we'll see how this works. So that's one of my favorite things about this business is constantly testing, uh, tweaking, coming back and seeing what works and doesn't work. So we're going to give a broker dealer versus RIA kind of a go, but don't let it deter you. If those times don't work for you, you are more than welcome to join either group. Um, you can find more information about that in the show notes. I'll have a link for that there. And I'll also have a link for episode number 22 that I mentioned for client experience. It's a great episode. Ben and Jenna will just kind of blow your minds in the way that they think about client experience. That is all I've got for you guys this week. I hope you have an amazing weekend and we'll be back next week with level three of the system to scale framework. Level three is all about attracting new clients. Thank <laughs> you.